welcome back to Middle Ground. I'm Joe, And I'm Caroline. And it has been a hot second since we've been on the mics together. Yeah, it really has been. I had Matt on. I had my dad on. You had Chris on. Yeah. Was was the last time when we interviewed Reagan together? Um, I think so. Wow. I was so pregnant. Yeah, you were. (laughs) And now I'm not, which is just joyful. I'm drinking caffeine. Which I don't even drink caffeine that much prior to pregnancy. Mm-hmm. But it's like, since they took it away from me, now I'm drinking caffeine. Maybe it's just because I'm tired. Yeah, when I first got here, Joe was like, I'm addicted to caffeine. I'm like, have you been drinking a lot? She's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just the fact that I've had caffeine like more than one time in a week. I'm like, oh, this might be a problem. <laughs> it's not. I'm a weirdo. Um, how's your month been? It's been good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm glad it's summer. Yeah? And I just feel like it's the time's flying by, you know? I want to go to the pool. Let's do it. Maybe Matt can watch Gardner one day and I'll come out and we'll hang out at the pool. Yeah. And everybody can come up to me and go, where's your baby? Yeah. <laughs> and I'll go with her other parent. Yeah, with her father. Thank you come again um yeah i i just like the pool i miss the pool um well today we're celebrating kind of because it has been one entire year of middle ground podcast yeah i literally can't believe it It seems like seven years to me oh to me it feels like it's been like two weeks oh really yeah it seems like that to me also, but like, to, it seems longer, more so. I don't know why. I'm like, oh my gosh, I started that podcast a while ago. I think it's 2020, you know, you get all confused because I'm like, was that a year? I also will be the first to admit publicly that you do most of the back end work on the podcast. That is true. And so I wonder if that's part of it for me too, because so I, uh, when Caroline and I started the podcast, I told her, I really don't have time to take on any more back-end work, which I still don't. I'm still adding things in. And she was like, that's okay. I got it. So Caroline does the editing of the episodes and runs the Instagram and all of that. And so I'm wondering if doing that kind of makes it feel longer too. Probably. Because I just feel like I talk to you every week yeah, on a mic, you know? And then I share like on Instagram and I, I pay for our Canva account. <laughs> I provide resources. Um, but anyway, yeah. I uh, It feels short to me. It feels long to you. What about you guys listening? Have you been here since day one? Did you enter in the middle? Did you start listening in the middle? Or when you entered, did you start from the beginning and catch up? These are all questions I would like answered. I met a girl the other day and she was like, oh, um, I heard you had a podcast. I was like, yeah. She's like, I've never listened to it. Like, what is it called? And I was explaining. And she's like, oh, great. I'm going to go listen to the first episode. Like, start from the beginning. And I was like, no. Because I feel like, like, you know, when you listen to your voice, especially at the beginning, I can't even listen to those episodes because I was just like, it was new at it and, you know, all the things. But I was like, 
beginning. She's like, yeah, you psychos. <laughs> I feel like the beginning's so good, though, because we were so excited and had so many great things to share. I feel like there are some really quality episodes at the beginning. Oh, yeah. I can't listen to any of them, so no. I keep trying. I have not even touched the one that my dad and I did. They listened to it, and they were like, what did you think? Did you?" And I was like, Mm-mm. nope, nope, can't do it. So, uh, all right, well. Yeah, that counts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, today's kind of interesting. We're going to do something we've never done before. And to celebrate one year, we are going to take you guys on an adventure back through the last year of episodes and, uh, pull out our favorite moments from our most downloaded episodes. So these are the episodes that you all shared with your friends like crazy that got way higher listen volume than the rest. Caroline, um, and I have picked clips that, were most impactful for us. So our goal for this episode is to take the most impactful things that happened in the last year on Middle Ground and jam it all into one episode. Um, But we wanted to get on here and talk with you guys first so that we could share our grounding moments. And Caroline, did you figure yours out or would you like me to go first? I did not figure mine out. Um, Please go first. Okay. So for me, my grounding moment this week is kind of simple. It is all the balloons that were outside of my house. And I know that was a couple weeks ago, but I feel like they got overshadowed by, you know, having a baby. Uh, Whenever we got home from the hospital, our wonderful friend Cindy at Zuzu's Petals and Gifts in Northwest Arkansas, plug, if you live in Northwest Arkansas and need florals, reach out to her um, or balloon installations, I guess, too. But uh, they decorated my front door at my house before we got home with Baby Gardener. And uh, the door was like covered in balloons. There's a picture on my Instagram if you missed it. But I don't know. Coming home to have those on the door, there's still a few out there. Uh, And it's been almost three weeks. It just was like the best thing. It was heartwarming because every time I saw it, I was like, oh, these are our friends celebrating us. Like I felt so loved and just cared for every time I see them. And so that's my grounding moment. And I'm hoping to take that and be more intentional moving forward with other people doing things that could last for a little while in their home. When I do gifts, I'm really big. Like I like to give gifts that are food or florals or things that you can eventually throw away. Um, or that, you know, yeah, yeah, things that get utilized or tossed so that long-term you're not adding to the clutter around the house. Um, because I'm a believer that most people don't need more stuff. Um, so anyway, I just want to be more intentional about that. And that's how I felt about the balloons. It was very pretty. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Oh yeah. All kinds of people have DM me and been like, why haven't you posted Caroline with Gardner? Has, has she not met her yet? Have you not seen Caroline? I have seen Caroline. She has met Gardner. Yeah. They're, they're best buds. 
Um, don't worry. Yeah. Um, okay, so my grounding moment, I still haven't thought of it, but I'll say this one because it's grounding. Oh, I got a new camera bag that is grounding. I've had the same camera bag since I was 15 years old. Me too. <laughs> you know my green backpack that is just, I took it to the hospital with me. It's so funny. I still use it. It is 13 years old and it is disintegrating in places. Yeah. like soft pink yes and it's gorgeous and so cute and i'm like that was a good choice all of my camera stuff's green i only do green oh really yeah there was green on there there was an option they had a lot of colors i'm gonna have to go check it out yeah they had like bright yellow should we have matching ones i mean like different colors but yeah. same backpack what color do you want? green are you on green yeah i think it's only dark green though all my stuff's dark green Caroline's acting like she's never seen my camera equipment as if she hasn't had to carry it across 45,000 wedding venues in the last four years. Yeah, I'm like, is it green? Literally, it's part of my job. But, um, yeah, you should get the green one. Yeah. And it's small. It's not, like, small, small, but it's smaller. Okay. So. I look forward to looking into this. We'll have to we'll have to do a swipe-up link, or well, I guess we don't have a swipe-up link on Middle Ground. We'll have to do a... Um, something we'll share it in the facebook group the link to this backpack that we discussed so heavily okay no you're doing a terrible job I love it, guys. I love this and that's what's important yeah, that's my <laughs> well we took a few weeks off the mic and now Caroline and I are having to retire from podcasting because we can't even look at each other. Um, all right. Well, on that note, do you think we should dive into, well, I'm glad that this episode's starting this way because at least, you know, we're going to move into something impactful. Um, here we go. Enjoy. They're going to just move from clip to clip. Uh, and then if you want to know what episode, the clip is from if you want to go back and refresh or you had not listened to the episode that we're sharing in the show notes uh, description down below there will be a timestamp uh, and let you know what clip is from which episode so you can go back and listen if you want and on that note enjoy we just want you guys to feel whole and complete and live in joy because when you do that you're living in abundance and but if you're living in scarcity it's more of a lack of mindset. So you feel incomplete and you chase external things for gratification. And that's not what we want. And so a way I do this is I become super hyper aware of my thoughts and what I'm actually thinking about. Because I feel like a lot of people, and when I'm in a low, low point in my life right now, I feel like I'm in a high so it's way easier for me to control my thoughts. But in a low point in my life or a low moment, and I'm just like thinking about a lot of things, 
and I'm not really in control, I go down a rabbit hole and it's just bad. But when you can truly control your thoughts and pivot it however you want, and I've talked about this before, but think of your thoughts as a radio station. And if you're thinking about negative things and just negative things, be like, okay, switching the station. And literally think about switching your mindset into positive, abundance, all of those attributes, that mindset, because it, it, it will tremendously change your life and you are more than capable. I don't care what you're going through. Here is my number one thing if you want to be a content creator or influencer. Stop looking at your following. Stop. Stop it, stop it, stop it. It doesn't matter. Your following does not mark or represent any kind of like inadequacy or anything like that. 700 people follow you. Think about 700 people in a room. Yeah. Okay? That's a lot of human beings. Now, spend your time doing the absolute best you can to engage with and get to know those 700 people. Yeah, that's your goal. That's your job. Yeah, 10,000 looks nice. But let me tell you, when you get to 10, you're going to want 20. When you get to 20, you're going to want 50. When you get to 50, you're going to want 100. And so on and so forth. And as you grow, you're going to meet people who, like, have more and more and more. It's not important. It's important about connecting with who's there. And the beautiful thing about connecting with who's there is that's how you bring in new people too, is you touch people. You make people feel good from the networking and community that you're building. And they want to share with their friends. They want to share with their peers. Um, And that's a great way to grow. But you can do this with... 700 followers. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's a lot of people. Like Joe said, like 700 loyal followers. You just have to have a purpose. Like what, what are you trying to bring? Cause I think the big mistake people make wanting to get into content creation is they are like, I want people to follow me. Yeah. And that shouldn't be. I want to have more followers rather than thinking about this is the message I want to send. This is the, value I want to provide to a community. Focus on that first. I think the most important part is you have to realize you have a choice. You have a choice to say yes or no. If someone's like, hey, will you help me with my homework? You have a choice. You don't have to say yes because it's not your responsibility to make other people happy, right? And haven't you learned that over the years? Yes. Definitely. It's really, you can't make everyone happy. It's impossible. It's, it's truly impossible. And I think, I don't know who taught me this. I'm guessing my mom or maybe a teacher or something, but even if someone is just down in the dumps and just like horrible, you know, mindset and like, we, you know, we've all been there. We've all been in a valley. If you're in a relationship with that person or that person's your sibling or whatever the case is, it's not your responsibility to make them happy because it will never work. Because I feel like people pleasers, from my experience, knowing them, dating them, like I'm dating you, they really try to put on this outer shell of who 
they think they should be because you look for affirmation. You look for, oh, like I need to be like this because everyone likes me when I'm like this. But really you get lost in that. What failure is in your head. And so now when you fail, that's okay. Failing's succeeding because failing is learning. And the only way you're ever going to get better is to learn. And so without mistakes, you're nothing. Right. You need them. And we're going to start celebrating those failures because that's going to guide us to the right path. Yep. Okay. So, Reagan, how are you utilizing Instagram to find your target market for your wedding photography or seniors? Great question. So unfortunately, I have two Instagrams and I have split up my following between my personal Instagram account and my photography account. So everybody who follows my photography account does not follow my personal and vice versa. So I have like 10,000 followers between each, but six and four on every other account. So for my photography account, posting posting, posting. I was really bad at this at the beginning of last year. I didn't post at all and I was wondering why nobody was (laughs) booking with me, why I was making zero dollars. And after talking with Joe, I actually attended one of Joe's workshops and she was talking about social media and how to post and how to find your ideal client. I was like, you know what? Fine. I'll listen to her. (laughs) I'll try it out. And if it doesn't work, I'll never talk to her again. (laughs) And so so it ended up working out great. And I started finding my ideal clients and people who wanted to work with me, not because they were looking for a deal, but because they were looking for one, someone to capture their wedding and have those photos forever. And a friend, a personality. Like, I feel like that's what I offer more than anything is a good time. And so... That really helped me and trying to portray my personality on Instagram and online has been really hard for me because I'm an extremely bubbly, charismatic person, but online, I'm not, I'm not good at that. Um, and I've had people come up to me before and they're like, I've been so intimidated by you on Instagram for so long because you just seem so like knowledgeable and stoic. And I'm like, have you ever met me in your entire life? Like, so uh... First things first, I want to talk about how I think the primary reason that failure is so um, paralyzing is because for so long we've looked at failure as such a negative thing. And instead of looking at our mistakes, learning from them and moving forward, we mentally just beat ourselves to death over the mistakes that we make. Mm -hmm. And so first things first, you have to flip the script on failure. Failing is not failure, not trying, not making an effort, not going for the thing that you love or are passionate about because you're scared. That's failure. Messing up, falling down, you know, making mistakes that's not failure. Those are things to be celebrated. That's how we learn. That's how we get better. You didn't start out walking perfectly. You didn't start out running perfectly. I still can't run. (laughs) I still try to do it sometimes. (laughs) Right. Um, But that doesn't, it, it shouldn't stop us from trying and doing and being. And so we're gonna no longer define failure that way. And we're going to celebrate when we fall and we're going to celebrate big. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so important, like you were saying, that we as humans just get in our heads and we think 
failing is like absolute worse. Like it is so bad. You know, we have all these negative thoughts and emotions around failing and really it should be celebrated because it's going to take you and redirect you to the right path that you're meant to go on. So when you fail, we encourage you guys to learn from what you exactly failed at and was it actually failing or was it, wow, didn't succeed at that per se, but now a new door has opened and I'm so grateful that I had that experience to learn from. And so we need, as humans, need to redefine and start celebrating your failures. So one more question is, how do you travel solo? You have to be confident. You have to put your shoulders back. You have to act like you know what you're doing, even if you're totally lost. Um, That's the best piece of advice I can give is just strut your stuff know where you're going. Um, don't look like an outcast. In Italy, I I already had been wearing a lot of black and dark clothing. Um, that's just my vibe and style, but I really noticed what locals were wearing and wore that. You know, I'm not going to show up in the subway station with a huge American flag draped over my shoulders and, you know, like... You just have to know your surroundings. You have to be hyper aware. I was always hyper aware. If something was really iffy, I would take one earbud out and listen and like really watch my surroundings. I was never absorbed in my phone as I was walking home per se. A good tip I can give you as well is whenever I travel solo, I wherever I am, so in Italy, I would open my door the apartment that I myself me myself and I lived at and I would go ciao come stai and then I would close the door and that means hi how are you because that's how people greeted in Italian like hi honey I'm home kind of like in America and they don't say that in America but you know what I mean so I would do that just to make myself feel better like I wanted other people to know oh there's probably people in there if she said ciao come stai you know like And so that's a big tip. Like, even if you're like in America and just traveling to a little lake getaway by yourself, just open the door and be like, hi, guys, how are you? And shut the door. Lock it. Um, Just be hyper aware of your surroundings at all times. If you get lost, use your phone. If your phone is not working, ask grandmas, ask officials, or ask children. That is my best piece of advice. Ask a mother with a child. Um, Do not ask the creepy man. Do not ask the cute boy. I would never do that, even though they're, say they're really cute. Just be safe rather than sorry. Ask the grandma for help, for directions. Ask the mother, you know, like just be smart. Know also that no one else knows you're lost when you're lost. So when you're in a situation, you know, if you're in a big city, do you put yourself in a big city right now? Okay, so when you're in a big city, can you point out the people that are lost? Usually, you know, like you can be like, oh, the family over there with a huge ass map that's pointing and looking around. They're probably a little lost. Um, You know, the girl that's like putting up her phone signal and looking at her map on her phone and she's probably lost 
But if you put your shoulders back and actually act confident, no one will know you lost, period. And that is the goal is you do not want to be seen as being lost. I don't know how to explain it. Do you want to take it away? I think it has to do with, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think us and nothing matters has to do with a realization that you're not in control. And I think that's the reason so many people in 2020 have been realizing that nothing matters in the same capacity that we believe that. And it's because we try to prepare and we try to do all these things in order to avoid conflict, to avoid hardship, to avoid, to protect ourselves. Yeah, getting hurt. And at the end of the day, you can really only prepare so much and we waste time over preparing or over being over meticulous about things that at the end of the day don't affect the outcome. And for you, that might calm your sense of anxiety or that might be control that you want. And that is okay. There is nothing wrong with being meticulous. There is nothing wrong with any of those things. For me, I finally found a lot more peace when I let that go. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of people online think I'm really laid back. Like, my husband would think I'm anything but laid back. Right. (laughs) But people in general sense you and I are very laid back because things can be going catastrophically wrong. And we're like, it'll be fine. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We we don't get panicked. And I was actually talking to this about a friend with a friend yesterday. And I was explaining how... When it comes to decision making and like how you get panicked whenever you're like pushed in a corner to make a decision, some people do, it's because you're going down this path and there's a, you can go left or you can go right. And there are pros to going left and there are pros to going right and there are cons to both. But at the end of the day, something that I've realized through like this nothing matters mentality is whether you're turning left or you're turning right. One is not better than the other. They're just different. And you can't prepare for every problem path A has, and you can't prepare for every problem path B has. So I'm not one to sit and like really dive into what if, what if, what if. I'm like, okay, pros, cons that are readily available to me, make a decision. Yeah. And I don't think back and go, oh, what if I would have turned right instead of left? Mm-hmm. I don't do that. I'm like, and we're left. <laughs> and yeah. then the next time I come to a fork in the road, I'm like, okay, and we're going right. Like, right. just because I prefer to keep moving because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what direction you're going. It's what you do with the direction that you go. Yeah, exactly. And I, that's a really, really good point. And I write this all the time on my Instagram stories. When I do Q and A's, a lot of people ask me like, do you regret not going to college? How was that? Or how did you decide? Like, how would you ever decide that that's a huge decision? And I'm like, yes, it was. But I'm also a lot like you and how we think. And I literally decided in one day, I was like, I'm not going to college. Like, and, and then that was the path. That was the path. And I didn't look back, like Joe said. And I, I just sat down with my mom and I went through the list of like this would be the pros of going to college and then this would be the pros of not and cons of not and there are way more pros for not going and I was like cool personally yeah cool like I'm not gonna go and 
college will always be there. Like I'm not, and I wasn't so tied up and like, oh my God, what are people going to think? I did have some doubts, you know, like everyone, I'm human, but I, I don't know. I just, like you said, I picked right. Mm -hmm. I picked a right path and I'm now I'm still trucking along the right path, but and by right, she means the direction right. Yes. She's holding up her right hand, but that will not translate in video. Yes, sorry. <laughs> not correct. She yes. means literally the direction. I Cardinal picked, direction. Yes. On the right path. And <laughs> um, I'm still trucking right. You know, I'm still doing the things, and I've made little decisions. And you make decisions every single day in your life. And yes, that affects your life, but it's not... Don't get so tied up in, oh, am I going to make the right decisions? Because I personally... Because sometimes you're not. <laughs> no, yeah, sometimes you're not. But I personally believe that the universe or God, whatever you believe in, is going to spit you back on whatever path. It's correct. Yeah. I thought. But um, anyways, he's great, but his self-talk is not so great. And so the other day I was like, Chris... We're gonna do affirmations together. Repeat after me. He's like, I'm not doing this. He's so stubborn sometimes with me. And I'm like, yeah, we're doing it. I'm like, I am smart. And then he's like, I am smart. <laughs> like, I am healthy. And he's like, I am healthy. And we like go through this whole list. And at the end, he was like, that kind of helped. I'm like, yeah, because you need to start believing that. Like, you are all those things, and you are wonderful. And like, I believe it. So why aren't you believing? He's right. like, oh yeah. And so it kind of helped him a little bit. But yeah, you have to just. You're a rock star. You're all you got. So rock your stuff. Love yourself. The thing is, your goal, I don't think any of our goals is to work forever. And so I was telling Caroline before we started this, like if you are in high school and or college or whatever, or any age, I guess, and over the summer, you know, you have the ability to wash cars and grind. Okay, well, then you can save that money and then invest that into the next business opportunity. So the next summer you buy yourself a cricket, um, or whatever it, it doesn't yeah, matter, a guitar, but whatever, a, a camera, you know, and you learn a new skill and then you're providing that service. Um, you know, like there, there are a lot of ways you can learn how to drop ship all kinds of stuff that you can do. Um, I don't know. And that, that can just really leave you at a lot of peace. Because that extra income, if you're making an extra $100 a week, that's $5,000 a year. Um, and, and that's a lot of extra money to save, especially if you're under 30. An extra $5,000 a year, that's going to add up long term. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I will say this also. I think there's a stigma around like side hustles and like, oh, that person has three jobs who cares? First of all, like ignore all of those people because that the people with multiple streams of income, they're usually working towards a goal and they love every single thing they do. So like, don't, if you're afraid of judgment, like if, say if you're a talented artist and you want to open an Etsy shop, but you're scared of what people say because you have this nine to five job that pays your bills and is fine who cares? Do it. Do the Etsy shop and don't worry about what other people think because it's your money. It's your life. And if you want to live a different lifestyle and a kind of bump up a level, then you have that ability. I uh, wrote down, 
and we both really agree on this, is a huge avenue to more success is consistency. And what's really important to me with consistency is committing to both a morning and a nightly routine. Mm -hmm. Of course, like I have a boyfriend now and I want to get married one day probably. And, but at the end of the day, that's a want. Having a partner and a relationship is a want. It's not a need. I don't need to have anyone make me feel happy. I'm the only one responsible for that. And so are each and every one of you listening to this. You are in control and you are responsible for how you want to live this one life that you got because you only have one. Exactly. You only have one life and you're not getting this time back. So to waste it feeling like the victim, to waste it feeling like, you know, everyone's doing you wrong, it's your fault. And I know a lot of people have, you know, a lot of things and there's a lot of bad things that happen, but to go flip a switch and look at just the minimum positive things, if that's all there is, is that you have running water, you have a warm shower that day, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And that's more than enough to be grateful for. It's helpful. Yeah, but the conversation we had changed my life. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I think I have a really skewed view of it in that sense of it's just energy. It's Mm -hmm. not good or bad. It's helpful to have money, but it's just an energy. And that's the blank slate that money is only energy. And that's how we want you to think about it. And if that feels like it resonates with you, really take that and run with it. Because I think one of the biggest things we run into as humans in the culture that is, at least in America, I don't know what it is globally, um, we want to compare to each other. And we want to have a reason why Susie has something we don't. And and a lot of times that answer is it's a she has a privilege that we don't. And there may be things that we have that she doesn't have, but we're not going to focus on that. And so moving into talking money, it's just an energy blank slate. Don't compare yourself to anybody else's journey. If you're 40 and you have no retirement savings, so what? Get started now. And that's awesome. And I'm proud of you. And that's an accomplishment. You're 18 And you've been killing it for three years because you've been working at the ice cream shop and stashing stuff away while you're still living with mom and dad. Wow. That's great. And that's an accomplishment. And it doesn't say anything about you to compare to anybody else. No. Well, I just feel, I just realized this money, no one talks about, you know, how much they make really. And money is such a, you just don't talk about it. So why on earth would you even start to compare? You don't know. You don't know their financial, and it's not your business. I will be reading questions for you guys of advice that you guys need, and I'm going to try to answer those. So <laughs> let's just dive right into it. Um, the first question we have is advice on cheaters. Is it ever worth it to stay? So I'm just going to be plain out blunt. Um, No, I would run for the hills and never speak to your significant other or partner ever, ever again. Um, So I have personally never been cheated on. um, But 
if someone were to cheat on me, just I'll throw my boyfriend out there, for example, if Chris were to physically cheat on me and I found out, even though I love Chris to death, I would be like, yeah, bye. Like, I never want to be someone's second choice or second anything. Like, I want to be first for them and vice versa. I want them to be first for me and put and be selfless and all of those attributes. So personally, I think cut the cord. You can do way better. There are like a zillion guys in the world or girls if you're into that. And you deserve to be happy and respected. And that's not respectful. So just to not compare to women. I put myself in a category. Okay, I'm athletically built. And that's just how I am. And so you can't compare to women like Alexis Wren who are slender built or, and honestly, you know, the whole goal is to not compare to women in general. Like Mm -hmm. that's the end goal. Yeah. Starting out realizing that not all bodies are the same and that's okay is a huge step. Right. And definitely as I got older, I became more careful about what I told myself and how I treated my body. Like if I woke up every day and said, I'm ugly, I'm fat, I'm this, I'm that, you know. That's what you see. That's what you see and yeah. that's what you feel and that's what bogs you down and is not healthy. Yeah. And uh, that's such a good thing to touch on because I think so many people think, they hear from that, you know, there's this huge body positivity movement going mm-hmm. on. And some people are like, just look in the mirror and tell yourself you're beautiful. And that feels ridiculous. And, right. you know, I, that's not going to fix things, you know, just yeah. doing that. Uh, it's not going to make you feel comfortable with your body. But looking in the mirror and making sure you're not saying negative things to yourself is huge. And so the, important. the huge changing thing for me was when I realized I need to talk to myself like I would talk to my friends. Mm-hmm. I love that. I really pay attention. Like if I look in the mirror and I think in my head, I'm like, ooh, your thighs, like your cellulite's getting out of control or whatever yeah. it is. I go, oh, girl, you would never say that yeah, to Caroline. Never. You would never even know. What is that about Caroline? Mm-hmm. And we're back live. <laughs> we're back. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, I did. Did you? Yeah. What's your favorite episode? Body image. That's a good Part one. Part one. I like the manifesting ones and nothing matters. Nothing matters. I like too. But body image. Part one. I just like gets me in my feels. Yeah. And you guys loved it as well. So. Oh my gosh. I doubt you guys could hear that. But it has gone while you guys were listening to that. It has gone from sunny and nice outside to looking like the sky could open at any time. And swallow us. And that was really loud thunder. I didn't even think it was going to rain today. I didn't know. I think it's supposed to rain every day this week. Oh, that's But kind of like this where it pops in and out. Okay, good. Um, anyway, returning to present time. We were going to go ahead and hit a Q&A as an outro. Yeah. And the Q&A we keep receiving from you guys is merch. Mm-hmm. A lot of you want the merch, and we hear you. We hear you. We agree with you. We love you. We're working on it. Yeah. And uh, August. Caroline and I have decided stuff's launching in August. It's happening. All Caroline and I have to do is design and order the merch. Yep. So that it's ready to go live. I shouldn't say design. 
we've already talked through and we have a few designs, I think, put together. Yeah, we do. Honestly, the hardest part has been we really want to keep it simple to just a few pieces. And we have so many ideas that we're excited about. We could come out with a line of 45 merch products (laughs) and we need like two. Exactly. Yeah, that is our problem and our issue. But we decided to wait until August so that we do a fall drop moving into the cooler season um so keep an eye out if there's anything you're really wanting to see let us know i don't know what else to say i was gonna say um because we've talked about doing stuff that says nothing matters or some of those phrases that we use a lot um but are you wanting phrases would you rather just see our branding yeah on some stuff uh yeah let, us, Let know. us know. But yes, it is coming. We have not put it on the back burner. We're just busy doing our things. But August. I had a baby. Yeah, Joe. <laughs> had a to birth a baby and now she has a baby. Did you know that that's like the best? I shouldn't say excuse because it really is a good reason. But man. Yeah. Babies are time consuming. It's probably one of the best excuses, I would think. Yeah. Don't you think? I can't well, think of a better I one. I don't think of it as an excuse. It's like a real, it's like a valid reason. Yeah. And everyone, even if you don't have a baby, like understands. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, that's probably a lot of work. Yeah. And they would be right. Right. Like even when you text me things, I'm like, yeah, of course. Like. You have a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Caroline's going to get called into babysit. Babysit. I love kids, so. And I love Gardner. Yeah. You guys are going to go on adventures. Mm-hmm. We're all going to go on adventures. And she's a good baby. She is a good baby. Guys, I'm getting spoiled rotten over here. She's very... I don't know what I'm going to do when Matt goes back to work. What do you mean going to do? Like, him going back to work and just Gardner and I being here all day together. And... Because Matt's been helping so much. That's why I've been able to do as much work as I've been able to do. Yeah. Is Matt has taken over uh, when needed. And when he goes back to work, I won't have that option. So I'm curious to see how that adjustment's yeah. going to go. But I'll figure it out. We'll get it. Yeah. He'll make it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. Hit it. We thought about doing a bloopers episode for this. Um Oh, for our year in review? Yes. Uh, I'm telling the people. And I don't know if you guys are interested in that, but it would be very hard for me to find all the clips, but... Maybe we should just come out with a bloopers um, episode as a bonus. Oh, yeah. We could do that. I can only imagine. But I don't think I have them. No. I think what you should start doing moving forward is when there's a funny thing, instead of deleting it, just copy it and put it into a new GarageBand file. Gotcha. So that you have them and all together. A whole episode. Yeah. I'll work on that, guys. Wanna know what I really want to work on? What? Getting these filmed so we can upload them to our YouTube channel that yes. we don't have yet. Cool. Yes, yes, yes. Guys, we have all kinds of goals. Yeah, year two. <laughs> Middle ground. Year two. Drop it on them. Yeah. We're putting it into drive. Year yeah. one, we're figuring it out. We're still figuring it out. Oh, and to all of you who have been DMing us about my mic being softer... We've gotten to the bottom of that um, because whenever you look at the audio files, our volumes are the same. They're hitting the same decibels. Is that the right word? Mm, I don't know. know. They're hitting the same like range, but, but my, my voice's tone is a lot softer than apparently everybody else's. 
So we need to actually turn my mic up, even though it looks like I'm louder than everybody else. Yeah. Because I just have a very soft tone. Yeah, her tone is just quiet as a mouse. So anyway, thank you to everybody that has DM'd us and let us know that you could not hear me as well. Yeah. We're trying to resolve that. Yes. We're new here. A year in. A year in. All right. Trying to figure it out. Well, you can find me, Joe, on Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, YouTube, all the things, (laughs) at Joe Johnson Overby. And you can find me, Caroline, at Caroline Stelty on all the things as well. And you can find the podcast at Middle Ground Podcast on Instagram. And you can email us. What? I was going to say, we are almost to 5,000 followers. Ooh, 5,000 internet friends. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe we'll do some kind of giveaway. I know, that's what I was thinking. Ooh. Stay tuned. We're trying to hit that 10K mark so we can get that swipe up, baby. Yeah. Swipe up for new episode. Swipe up for deer backpacks. (laughs) Mainly deer backpacks. (laughs) For merch. For stickers. Mm, Deer backpacks. Deer backpacks. All right. Oh, yeah. Email us. Hello at middlegroundpodcast.co. Love you guys. Caroline, you have any final notes? Um, I do not. Thanks for sticking us. (laughs) Thanks for sticking us in the what? (laughs) I was going to say thanks for sticking around with us for a year, but maybe you haven't been here for a year, but we thank you all for being here and we love your support. We feel it every day and thank you. You're one in the books. Yeah. Bye y'all. Bye. Bye.